Coming to you from that sweet spot in eastern Washington that's keeping us all sane. It's the Queer Centric with your host, Queerly Johnny. Hello, hello. Do you know what I noticed the other day is whenever I start a show, I say whatever welcome twice. I just want to say I was listening to my my voice the other day when I was editing. And so so hello, hello, because there's two of you. Hello, hello. hello. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And you get a hi. Hi. See, you get One. your yeah. own. I was going to say no, in the mob, in the mob they'd call you Johnny two times, but uh, you, you say hi to me <laughs> yeah. once. Yeah, so. oh, I like that. It makes me so. Except I feel like I would be in the musical Guys and Dolls, and I would just start a Johnny <laughs> two go. times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all good. Anyways, welcome to another amazing episode of The Queer Centric. You know you love coming to us every Tuesday. A new episode uh, drops, and because uh, that's what the cool kids say. Is it it drops. Um, and I'm super excited to have two amazing. Now, you're going to recognize one of these people. And I have to say, um, not only are you hilarious, but you're also smart because you, you have a smart real-time job. But then you're hilarious every time I see you. And you're one of our new writers on our show, and we are, I'm so ha- that makes Yay. me happy in ways I can't. So Chris Jessup, welcome back. Hi. Yes, I'm so glad to be back. Um, thanks for the invitation to be on the writing of team. Course. Super fun. Yeah. You, you mentioned <laughs> like my smarty pants real time job. Yeah. I wish you could watch me do my quote unquote smarty pants real time stuff because <laughs> it's so not that. <laughs> it's definitely not that. I'm not sitting there like breaking the world or you know breaking these kids' worldviews with right. <laughs> therapeutic Although stuff. But you told a great story last time you were on about didn't she think she was a glass of orange juice i think was what we learned it was uh yeah and walked (laughs) backwards yeah there was it was a quite a story though people keep talking to me about it i missed something it's pretty funny yeah you were on that show you mean you don't remember every (laughs) single story that we tell i don't remember someone thinking they're a glass of orange juice and walking backwards or whatever that that? yeah it was a bit i don't remember what episode but check out the episode chris was on last and in the beginning just listen Okay, it's fun times, and you should too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. You, you should too. Mm-hmm. Now that we have cameras, it's fun. You can play. I always wave at it as if my phone's gonna say hi back. But I mean, you're you're waving to the people who have like nine by sixteen on their phone. Yeah, exactly. Hi, I mean, doom scrollers. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, hey, hey. Did you drink any water? <laughs> Stop what you're doing. Just. Drink a little bit of water just right now. Just stop. And then just keep going. Just It's okay. Just the world sucks. Just keep going for it. That's it. Thank you. That's good advice. That's good advice. That the world sucks? The world sucks. Just keep going. No, that's brilliant. I want that on a t-shirt. Sometimes we need need reminded. Also, uh, to your right, and do a little dance, is the incomparable. Now, I've known you for quite a while. Quite a while, yes. We are both like 212 years old, so we've known each Mm -hmm. other since we were just tiny little things. Um. But I, first of all, I love saying your name because it's so fancy, and I love fancy. <laughs> want to welcome C.S. Lawrence Thank to the you. table. Very one of the smartest men I know, and uh, and and I told you earlier, you're gonna outsmart me, and I love that. Oh, so wonderful. you're great at being opinionated and knowing your shit. Thank you. So do you know what I'm good at? Just writing shit down, <laughs> and then and then we, we just go to that. But you so, do it so well. I mean, if you do it with some flair. What, what 250 something years a flare we mm-hmm. need that yeah. if we all remember office space which is an amazing fucking movie um welcome to to another salon this is going to be fun as uh chris knows and as you will soon learn uh we i have a plan and i send the plan to you guys and then nobody reads it and then and then <laughs> we just end up on a conversation path and that's okay 
and that's it's that's fun. okay. I do want to say here's a shout out. Spokane turned 141 years old on the 29th. Did anybody know that? What's that in dog years? And someone who can do math seven times 29. Seven point seven seventy point one. What? What is that right? Wait, isn't it times seven? Yeah, it's times seven. seven. Was 141 divided by seven? No, I thought it was. Oh, times divided seven. by seven. Oh. Yeah. Oh, oh, I. Sorry. Listen, this is why you don't come to us for science news or <laughs> math. <laughs> but it tra- I didn't know this. I didn't know this. I, I found out. I, was, I follow all our city sites and all that stuff. 141. And by looking at our streets, you would think we were 300 years old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 300. Yeah, exactly. I'm telling you, I saw a meme that was perfect, which was, look what the Romans built 2,000 years ago. The road is beautiful. Look what my city did last week. And it's just potholes and crap. I'm like, that. yeah, that feels like home. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that isn't that kind of weird? They like these old timey like uh, old timey as if they're antiquated and kind of like fun, <laughs> right? As if there was a silent film era of Romans. Um, but it would be kind of interesting. but just that idea that like they had these techniques to lay down just stuff that is still like yeah. basically permanent, it's and it's like every single year we're exactly. like, hey, look, yep, no, the the summer flower is blooming, and it's just construction <laughs> right cones. through exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what is summer flowers, and there's yeah. like bridges and the aqueducts, and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I am so like Spokane. Listen, what, what get the shit together. What the aqua fuck? <laughs> I am serious. So it drives me crazy, but I did want to say happy birthday to Spokane. Everybody who listens to the show knows we hail out of the beautiful, frigid Northwest. That's great. Yeah. So winter's here, and I hate every minute of it. So Agreed. <laughs> so, so here we are. Uh, I want to talk about warmer things. Tom, we sent you away on a lovely voyage. You sent me on a sabbatical. We, we sent, and it was on a beautiful blue sky Mexican trip yes i went i went to um a mexico cruise down the peninsula went to i'm bad with names cabo san lucas uh then puerto verde was the last one and then uh mazatlan was the middle one um (laughs) it was a week um great the food the food was the best part honestly because i've I've been to mexico a lot yeah um and so i've seen the touristy stuff i didn't buy it I, i bought a I bought a uh, lanyard with a bottle opener on it just to just, just wow. so I said I could buy five dollars, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was it was so nice. The yeah. the we got a um, spa package on the cruise, and so we got a massage. Uh, we got access to the spa where the kids weren't because the kids were the worst part of the cruise. Uh, no doubt. Um, I I went with the soda service, not the alcohol service, because the soda service was ten bucks a day. You could get all the soda you want. The alcohol service was seventy bucks a day. Of course, and it the was. drinks. I just bought the drinks out, out of pocket. It was ten dollars for a drink, so I would have had to drink seven drinks a day to make that pass <laughs> worth it. And I and knew then I couldn't do you that. You wouldn't remember the trip you were just on. So, so it was. I mean, yeah. So, so in the end, <laughs> I was like, I, I usually I, average two to three drinks to... a day, maybe if well, I was pushing it. So I was like, I couldn't, I couldn't justify paying yeah. for. And Kurt called you out when you got back, saying, "But what, where's the tan?" <laughs> I, I so usually uh, I tan really well, but I was careful this time and just constantly sunscreened, and so you can't really see it. Yeah, uh, and I'm not gonna sh- I'm not gonna flash you, but I did get a small amount of tan, not nothing yeah. too serious. Well, and then uh, so when before you left, we had Corey Fortune on and Emmett Edwards was on, and we were talking about our phobias and sharks are a big one of mine, <laughs> and so we were talking. And you're like, no ship has ever sank. They've tipped over. And okay. I'm like, that's just like a opening the red carpet to let the sharks <laughs> in and have a snack where you can just come on and get back off. The side of the buffet's open. Yeah, yes, yes, exactly. So I'm, I am thrilled that you didn't get eaten by a shark. Right. Yeah. Me so, too, because I get I to mean, come here and record the podcast. <laughs> I mean, this is the joy of, of, of life. Have either of you two been on a cruise? No. No, no cruise, I've, me neither. I've, I've never been on a cruise. I almost have a, a weird kind of like 
moralistic like opposition to just cruises in general. So tell me why I'm a bad person for going on one. Yeah. Well, I, uh, <laughs> yes, anyone who time. goes... <laughs> Listen, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> you should feel bad about the decisions you make. No. I, I, do, uh, I do like how you're like, yeah, I think, I mean, people going on cruises are kind of, you know, bad people, but... Uh... They're, they're, yeah, they're <laughs> no, dickheads, I just, but... I mean, you mentioned that, like, the kids were the worst part of the cruise. I feel True. like just the, the people that you would normally just find on a cruise who are just so stoked to constantly go on cruises all the time... I don't know. Oh, it was so right. funny. There was, there was this know. one guy that um, we, we were all sitting in the hot tub uh, on the deck, you know, and the, the weather was nice. And so we were just chatting and this this guy limps into the, the hot tub and we don't say anything. It's, you know, it's rude to point out that someone has a disability. Right. Um, but then uh, you are well, proving I didn't, Chris's point. I didn't. But then some, <laughs> someone else did. They're like, oh, did you did you you know hurt yourself on the first step of the journey? He's like. No, I just limp like that when I'm too drunk. <laughs> well, at least he was honest. Well, actually, yeah. actually know what he said? He's he, enjoying. He, he was his just sitting there. Fully. He was just sitting there, and they're like, "Did you get hurt?" And he just went, and he shook his his uh, his drink. Okay, and I like the, it. I like this and, guy. And uh, yeah, he, he was like, he was just like, everything that cruises were about. He probably had probably 15 drinks while we're sitting there in the hot tub. Like, so you just, know, you uh, mentioned cruise people. Are you a cru- are you and Drake cruise people now? He is now. Uh, by day two, he said we need to book the next one. See, um, and, and I was telling him if you book it out far enough, you know, and you get your tickets, you not cheaper. around Thanksgiving, you can really get a good yeah. deal on both the flight and the cruise. This is what I've discovered: friends who go on cruises become cruise people. Mm. It's a thing. Well, it's not my first mm. cruise. Uh, I went on one. <gasps> so you were already a cruise, right? Well, actually, they have different levels. The, he was the blue because it was first, but I, I had the red card because I'd been on a cruise. With See, them it's before. a whole culture. Mm-hmm. Oh, I oh yeah, I there's politics. No... Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Wait, what? Okay, so hold on. The thing I think I've I've reassessed how I feel just because of what you talked about <laughs> in this moment. But I realized that through some self assessment that like maybe it's not so much the type of people that go on cruises, just the fact that I can't get away from anyone is more so. You have your cabin. Yeah, but you can't get off the <laughs> yeah. boat. You can yeah, if only you if wanna... they work. I mean, you can get off the boat or if you want, if you want to but... be charged federally yeah. with. Uh, exactly. And there's jump, consequences yeah. if you jump. So, yeah. You know. So yeah. you can't really. Yeah, so you're trapped. Yeah, the, maybe but it's the like a feeling. moving city. It's gigantic. It's so it's it's fun, there, and there's so many things to do. They had shows. There there's a piano bar. There's karaoke every night. Did you go to a show? I, I, I went to Drake made me go to all the shows. Oh, I love um, him because yeah, I get that. And get they that. were better than I thought they were going to be. I was like on a yeah. cruise, but what are I going to do? They had different Listen. shows with musical numbers and singing, and the singers were good, and the choreography was good, and the Listen. sets were surprised. I, I mean, just need to say that uh, Debbie Gibson. And NKOTB now do cruises, and I love them. So they must be amazing. But I will never set foot on a boat because it will sink, and the great whites will come because I know I'm destined <laughs> for that. So I'm not going to tempt destiny. <laughs> Just don't. I'm more, cruise I'm more in afraid the Pacific. of. <laughs> Just cruise in the Atlantic. It's too cold. The sharks don't swim there. Is that they a do have I Alaska, don't know. They do have Alaska cruises, which you'd, you'd avoid the sharks. At least you'd avoid you'd the regular sharks. You'd get orcas. And, and polar bears. Everything wants us dead. That's that's just how the world is. They just want us want us dead. Do you think you, you heard it here first, Mr. Doom Scrollers? C.S. <laughs> Lawrence, my friend. Do you guys you think you guys will ever be cruise people? Well, you know, we were just talking about that. We were actually thinking about going to Alaska because I've, I've Alaska is one of only three states I've never been to. Okay. Yeah. And I figured what what a better way to go to Alaska than to than right? to cruise there. I am going my, to my parents jump have been off on that. Those. Uh, yeah. One of those Alaska cruises, and they—I mean—they they talked it up. They really—they really. What are the it. other two? I need to know. Oh, of course, because we're big Disney nerds. So, like a Disney Caribbean cruise would be nice right. if they oh. have one for adults. If they've got one that's full of kids, they I don't do have—they do, do have adult Disney cruises. It gets weird. 
But this is what I've heard. I don't. I'm saying. I don't. I have mixed feelings about uh, uh, super fans that are adults, like Disney super fans that are adults. They, they there's like a I don't know. Just that's <laughs> that's the same vibe. Cruise people. See, super it's that weird. Adult, that's but you the said there's only. I can see that. Three see states that. Yeah. that you haven't been to. Correct. Alaska, Alaska Florida, and Florida. Pennsylvania. Okay, so uh, you don't need to do Florida, do you? Well, uh, well. I did go to well. Actually, technically, I have been to Florida. So I went to college in Florida, but I didn't do any Florida. But you didn't stuff. count. It didn't count. It didn't count. You know what? Have you watched the news? You don't need to do Florida stuff. No, it gets no, weird. I don't. Yeah. No, I've I mean, been to I Pennsylvania. Would... It's yeah. okay. It's okay. Yeah. I mean, there. Are, so, like, going back to cruises, there are people that like live on cruise ships for months there at are. a time. We met some of them. Yeah. Yeah. It's insane. <laughs> I don't know how you could do that. Being stuck in this tiny room for what? weeks on. See, end. they don't have a tiny no. room. I Those would... people have enough points that they get the like the nice, mm. you know, the nice accommodation. I would have true. a panic attack if I don't have the choice of when I can leave because I'm a control freak. I would just panic you are. the whole I, time. Yes. My my uh my cruise room was just about small enough where I could put my hands against one wall and my feet against the other. It was it was long, but I, it was it was narrow. I also, did you did did you just go? You are, and then move on. Oh, I don't know. I don't. I didn't hear that. I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, wait, wait, wait a minute. Okay, because this, as I explained at the beginning, this is how I get off track because it's fun. <laughs> so uh, let's move forward a little bit. Um, I want to say, even though uh, this person has already been here uh, by the time you're listening to this, but it does make I like to support local things, and um, Spokane Comedy Club, always a great place. My favorite comedian was just here. Uh, his name is Pablo Francisco. I, the one line every time I think about him is when he's like, Pablo, hold my baby. And then, you know, because his girl, and he does those voices. Yeah. Do you know this gentleman? I am, I'm familiar with, with who Pablo Francisco is. He's been yes. around a while. Yeah. His popularity is this. I believe he's from Yakima. Really? To be honest. Yeah. Oh, I didn't um, know. Hilarious. I can't get enough of him. Anyways, but beyond that, Spokane Comedy Club brings in a lot of people. And so I always like to shout out to them. Check their, they have a little calendar on their, their website. Kurt, um, that, uh, you know, it's good to to watch and see who's coming, Kurt. So, you know, just saying that out there. Uh, someone should watch it for me. <laughs> Kurt. Kurt. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. I don't know, man. I, I, I haven't really talked to him since he came out. Yeah, yeah, it was about a month ago. Y it, look, I know he's my same brother, but I don't know. Like, what if he's different i'm here and i am queer and get over here what can i get you why don't you hook me up with an americano hottie jason it's been too long oh kiss kiss <laughs> we must catch up how's the fam spill the tea we simply must have a kiki tell me everything um, I, I don't know what any of that means. I'm, I'm good, I guess. Ugh, it's like you straight speak a whole different language, and it is boring. Here's your Americano. Did you say your name was Hottie? I suppose you're going to want to tip. <laughs> oh, hold on, hold on. Jason, this is my new boyfriend. Say your name. Matthew. This is my new boyfriend, Matthew. That was, uh, fast. <laughs> You're so silly. Don't worry, you'll get an invite to the wedding. Wait, wedding? Hello, we can get married now. Well, yeah, I, I mean, I know that. It's, it's just... I do. Me too. Mom? 
Hi, honey. Aren't the gays great? What is going on? Jason, we are so glad you came. Uh, no, I was here. This is... Tub. We're a thruple. What's a thruple? Duh, it's a couple, but with three. Polyamory is totally in right now. Think of it like sister-wise, but sassier and with better lighting. And we just made mom a grandma. This is our new baby, Jasmine Cher. Oh my God, I can't do this. I can't do this. Could I uh, just get an Americano? Hey, Jason, it's good to see you. Uh, you look wrecked. Are you okay? Bro, dude, bra, tits, pussy, Catherine Zeta-Jones, trucks, okay, oh my guns, God. I don't think I can do this. Uh, OnlyFans subscriptions, please. Okay, so I want to start off talking about... I want to talk about something that I'm obsessed with, but... And then we'll talk about the weird, but, stupid controversy, because we like to put controversy in everything right now. It, but it. I want to say, who in this room has seen Wednesday Me. on Netflix? You've seen Wednesday. The whole thing. As soon as we watched the first episode, we did not stop until all eight were done. I'm the same way, and mm -hmm. I love it. Kurt's over here raising his hand. You Did you like it, Kurt? He Kurt liked it, you know, which, you know, sometimes we agree. And I agree with you, sir. We, we have good. Uh, have you watched it, sir, Tom? I don't. I barely even know what you're talking about. <gasps> From the <gasps> Adams family? Yeah. Wednesday is the daughter. Yeah. They have made a new series that Tim Burton directed. And it is so fun. Mm -hmm. So it's on Netflix. It's a lot of fun. There's eight episodes. Yeah. Uh, do have you seen it? And I want to know your opinion on it, even if that's something that interests you. Oh, um, I have not seen it. I have not seen it. I've I've heard of it. Yeah. Um, I knew that it was happening. I saw like a trailer for it. Right. Um, uh, while I was doom scrolling, drink some more water. <laughs> um, so they're gonna love you. Uh, <laughs> hydrate or dehydrate. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I I I'm not super familiar with like the IP. I remember watching The Addams Family once, like the movie back when, and, you know, it's a fun song to teach kids, and yeah. it's snappy yeah, and cool. Literally. Yeah. 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 Yes, yeah. snappy and yeah. cool. And the <laughs> old, the, I will still watch the old black and white series yeah. because it's fun. You know, it was right around the time they did Monsters, uh, the TV series, and then uh, Rob it was, Zombie. It was the day apart that they started the, the, the was original it just shows. A day apart? One day apart that they started. And then the Rob Zombie, shows. did you see, just a few months ago, rebooted. The monsters, right? It's the worst ever. It was the monsters. Awful. It was terrible. Oh, really? Like, Rob, are you listening? What the fuck was that? <laughs> it, it, it hurt. I like the colors. This one, I liked the colors, too, even though originally it was supposed to be filmed in black and white, like the original, and they changed they it, yeah. and they made it Technicolor cartoon. Mm. And listen, I get it. It's a choice. He made some choices in that movie, in that in that TV show. Oh, but they were Adam's bad choices. Family, they were bad choices. I thought, I thought Grandpa did a great job. As the, yeah, he was pretty good, actually, pretty well cast yeah. as well. Yeah. Rob Zombie uh, had uh, cast his wife as Lily Munster, um, and I like her. She's nice, can't act, but you know, yeah. there she is. She's nice enough. Anyways, uh, let's get back to what's awesome: Wednesday Adams, freaking. And then Catherine Zeta-Jones plays her mother, Morticia, shows up, and it's like, has she been sleeping in, like, that old Michael Jackson cryogenic chamber? Because she looks like she did, I don't know. like, during Zorro. Well, I've... have you seen her husband? I think she's slowly sucking the life out of Michael Douglas <laughs> yeah, one also, day after Isn't he, another. like, uh, 80 years her senior? 106 something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, go him. Yeah, you know, you right? guys, and they seem very happy. She's beautiful. I've always said that I want to look like as good at 50 as Jane Fonda does at 70. Oh, but she's 80 and she Whatever looks freaking 
crazy whatever, amazing. Whatever it is, I yeah. just want whatever she has. Yes. Catherine Zeta-Jones is in the same boat. She is. Yeah. I was amazed. She shows up and, you know, she gets to have the breasts out and the, the tight dress. And I'm like, girl. Got to make it happen. Yeah. And it's amazing. And her, uh, Ortega is the last name of the young lady who plays Wednesday. I forget what her first name is. Anybody? Yeah. Kurt. Um, absolutely brilliant. Worth it for there's just everybody who's watching. I'm not going to tell you it's a mystery. You don't know who the killer is. But she does a dance scene. Oh, really? In this, <laughs> and I have never seen anything like it, and I fucking love that she just went for it. It's the weirdest thing you've ever seen, and it's cool. amazing. Cool. And it's so cool that Christina Ricci came on <gasps> the project, too. Oh, I was I mean, so happy. She is my yeah. goth goddess from when I was a kid, and she's still... Talk about another woman who doesn't age at all. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So she's amazing. Worth it. I just want to okay. throw that your way. All right. all right. I think you'll like it. I'll munch on it. Munch all on right. it. All right. See what so, so far, we have one, two, three, four people who liked it. In this room, that I've seen it. Now we need the rest of you to come to our cult and just to make this. <laughs> I'll dabble. <laughs> dabble. I'll, I'll dabble it, in any cult once. It, right, right. Just to see what it feels like. Uh, two episodes. Just give it two episodes, and if it's not your thing, good. But give it two episodes and see. And I mean, everybody is talking about. Um, oh, let me find my little. Notes the new Indiana Jones trailer. Excuse oh, me? I did not see it. What just happened? What is going on? You, you're, I was just guessing is it, what you were no, going to bring up. No, I want to know. Uh, is that they, they, real? There's a new one that came out. It is Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Who's in it? Indiana Jones. Or, uh, sorry. <laughs> Harrison Ford. Uh, Harrison Ford is in it. And actually, they did a, a de-aging for a scene in it, in the trailer. And it really, it looks, that part looks good. But they know they know they need to have dark lighting, yeah. you know, because that's how it works best. Is it yeah. if you have dark lighting, say, it's Tom, not on screen too long. Tom, can you put that on our cameras and so that I can just look? The trailer? De-age me. Oh, oh, I thought you meant that. <laughs> He's like, no, there's no hope for that. But the trailer, yeah, we can make that. <laughs> I can. You might not like how it looks. <laughs> I just, I lost, I loved Indiana Jones as a kid. Yeah. Absolutely loved it. And then the Crystal Skull killed me. Oh, you know what's funny? <laughs> the very first time I ever watched uh, Indiana Jones uh, was uh, <laughs> when I was a, a young guy. We were we were all just hanging out. It was for a scout uh, meeting. Oh, we, yeah. We were, like, so watching. a young guy. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we weren't in Cub Scouts at the time. We were like young men. Yeah. And that scene where uh, the tribe of people are chasing them and, they, and yes. they're wearing like the kind of like g-string stuff that was right? like the first moment that i had like seen mass male butts oh nice at the same time and everybody was just like i don't know what's going on here man like yeah, this is weird and then like my dad was watching it with us and i just like kind of turned to him to kind of just see and he was like hey everyone's got one chill <laughs> so i was like all right right all right every time anyone says see. gets weird about like seeing a butt it's like hey indiana jones yeah all right. Exactly. Yeah. We, all, we all got a butt. That's going to be our well, it's another funny in, in the trailer, uh, Harrison Ford did flash the camera. Awesome. That's another butt. They DH his butt. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm curious. I'm willing to give it another go. I Listen, I'm willing to give Harrison Ford some you know, way to go, man, because that's not an easy movie for He's him like to do when he was. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Calista Flockhart, she, his wife, she would like break. She couldn't even because she's this big. The trailer, the trailer looked encouraging. Um, okay. Who's the other big? They always have one other big name in it. Who's that guy? Mads oh, Mikkelsen. It's what? Mads Mikkelsen. Who the hell is? Oh, I know who that is. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay, I think I could see that being, and that makes sense to my head. I was too focused on Harrison Ford. I didn't know anybody else was in there. <laughs> yeah. He pulls off like uh, things of I don't know how to say it, but that archaeology of that whole 
vibe. They also brought He's back. So good. Um, yeah, so good. Amazing. They also brought back who played Gimli? What, what's his name? He was John he was, Rice Davies. He was in the trailer. Um, <laughs> Did yeah. you write the movie? No, like, you I know just, so no, much. No, he said. I, I Gimli, knew as I soon as I said Gimli, oh, I knew gotcha, I, yeah. I knew that you would know it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they brought they brought him back, and he's I mean he's looking his age. So. Interesting. Listen, this is what I say about for Hollywood actors. I love when I love when they look great. I love when they look their age because I hate that we get stuck in this. They have to always because it is weird. Do you guys notice this? I notice this all the time. I will be sad that someone hasn't been around, and it doesn't even cross my mind that they're probably dead. You know, I mean, they were oh, probably wow. 80 when I loved them, and now they're dead. But in my mind, no, they'd never die. Yeah, where's, they like, where's Lucille Ball? I haven't off. seen her. Yes. I haven't seen her on TV in years. Who? Lucille Ball. <laughs> I know. That's so weird. Where is she? Someone needs to check. I, th- I think she just retired, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's I haven't how seen, it works. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I haven't seen anything done by Buster Keaton lately. I, it's been it's a minute. It's the yeah. strangest. Who was the guy with the nose? Uh, <laughs> Karl Marx? Or not no, Karl although, Marx. yes. No, <laughs> remember he had the... Howard Stern. <laughs> Groucho Groucho Marx No he was I forget what his name Anyways All those people can They they, I, they all count as well But yeah I always have that moment And I'm like Oh society has fucked me up Because yeah. I mean Those are real things This is why I'm telling you When you look behind the curtain In Hollywood It's not always what you wanted Did I thoroughly distract us From what you wanted to talk about Oh we're gonna get there. Okay okay Did oh, you have a comment Oh I was just gonna say So we were watching season 5 Of The Crown And you know Jonathan <gasps> Price Plays Prince yes. Philip and I yes, remember him playing Juan Perón in Evita in, in Evita? 1997. Yes. And I see him and I'm like, my God, age, you, <laughs> age has done and you Evita terrible. Was like 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah. That movie. Yeah. I mean, look at Madonna. She was brilliant in that movie. And you look at her now and you're like, I don't know what's going on. She's a chipmunk. She, I know. <laughs> yeah. And listen, Madonna. With no eyebrows. I, I love her. I love Madonna, her. Madonna, we know oh. you're listening and I adore you, boo. Girl. It's, it's girl, getting weird. It's girl. getting weird. So oh, just saying. Okay, so Wednesday. <laughs> we'll get my condensed Madonna uh, into a chipmunk. That's so funny to me. Oh, it uh, hurts. It, it hurts does. Me I've been a fan since I was a little kid, her. and I'm like, woman, why did you shave your eyebrows? What are you oh, doing? Oh my god. What and every I'm yeah, it's a lot going on when yeah. you see Madonna. Um uh and I want to say one of the actors uh is an openly queer actor, uh Hunter Duhan, who plays one of the love interests of Wednesday Adams, which is so cool. People are freaking out because, first of all, he's 28. He looks like he's 12. Uh, 28, he married his husband, Tyler Galpin. Uh, I mean, Tyler Galpin, that's his character. Uh, hold on. Felder Jewett is his husband's name. Uh, this man's 28 years old. They got married in June. They're so happy. It makes me happy. People are fucking losing their mind. Why are they losing their mind? This is what, this is it. Ah, Th- oh, this drives me crazy. Oh, but he was playing a straight guy in that movie. It's called acting. I just don't, I don't want to break anybody's bubble. It's called acting. So they're pissed off because they feel like uh, there's a group that feels like they don't have a right to now have a crush on him. Fucking kidding. Have a crush on whoever the hell you want. So it's this big (laughs) thing. And they're mad at him because he's a 28 year. How Hollywood, this is how it works. Like it's my job to show up, my job personally, to show up and pretend and you pay these people to pretend for you. And then you're going to be angry because there's something that you don't like in yeah. real life. Yeah. Everybody's something we don't like in real life. Mm-hmm. And I don't care. It, and half the time it's not as big as someone's just queer and I hate queers. It is just, it can be anything. You're not going to jive just because their character's cool. Someone wrote that shit. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So it pissed me off. Can you tell? 
I feel like I'm <laughs> a little really, bit. I feel like I'm calm about it. We keep that. coming back to this well. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's so Hunter Duhan, who um, shout out to him. He he's really good in this movie. Um, I just it just makes me it just makes me upset that people and to even go off of that, there's uh they're they're complaining. There are, is a group of people complaining because Netflix has their Twitter account. They use it all the time. And when they were promoting Wednesday Adams, apparently some people had were making comments about how she's queer in the in the episodes and uh then netflix erased their messages so there's this big thing like oh, oh they're trying to unqueer her, her this is what i gotta tell you <laughs> unqueer her. unqueer her <laughs> i saw the the things that they took out it's a rebel podcast right <laughs> i saw the comments they took out they were most of them were hateful comments towards gay people Mm-hmm. So I'm like, wait, are we creating a controversy when, to me, if they were making hateful comments because she was gay or whatever, I kind of am okay with you erasing those assholes. Sure. You know what I mean? Hmm. So there's this we- – and it, what's weird is it's a joyous, wonderful work of uh, fiction, and yet we are creating these things around it. And are we creating it, or do, does Hollywood create those so that there is this conversation? So that people start podcasts just to talk about it. Because <laughs> you know there's going to be one. I like that the Adams Family is a work of fiction, particularly the stuff that's most fictitious, is that Gomez and Morticia are so in love with each other, and that's just a farce. Yeah, it is. We cannot have a functional <laughs> no heterosexual and relationship. They've been married, what, for 20 years, and they're passionate? And they're what? passionate. Wow. What? Gomez is still about her for some reason. <laughs> right. They're not still having <laughs> what sex. What does Morticia see in the short King Gomez? That's what I'm... <laughs> I know. It gives uh, other short kings like me hope. There you uh, go. Yes. There you go. <laughs> but you're right. We have this weird, I just think part of me, I'm always jaded. Uh, and I, I just wonder, is it is it real or is it, it, it looks good for Netflix if they have people freaking out about things, doesn't well, it? Yeah, it doesn't. I mean, it's the eyeball business, you know, and eyeballs yeah. are usually generated by doom scrolling hydrate. And <laughs> um, so I don't know. I mean, I, I just, it's almost like it's a sport to get like just pick something to just get riled up with and it happens everywhere and it's just so tiresome like i don't know how we're going to be able to get past that to be honest because yeah it's almost as if that's the only thing that we have it's the new normal yeah yeah and i don't like that like mentally like from a mental health perspective that is just it's just so bad for you hydrate Mm -hmm. (laughs) like i don't know also i've never heard hollywood called the eyeball business and now that's all i'm going to call it It, i'm never going to call it hollywood anymore the ball business the eyeball business uh yeah it makes me uncomfortable and i think it's cool sounds like Uh, something the mafia would say (laughs) i mean at the end of the day it's just a flipping tv show people i mean come on it's entertainment enjoy yourself relax don't there's no need to stir the freaking pot. You know what? Because let's be honest. If Hunter Duhan was a straight guy, it doesn't mean I, I... It's like I don't stop thinking someone's cute because they're straight. You know what I mean? Unless I'm some twisted stalker who thinks there's going to... It's... No. I just, it's okay. That's very it's important. Okay. Yeah. Like the, the angst and frustration comes from the belief that there's a possibility yes. that it will happen. Exactly. <laughs> that's yeah. so funny. Yeah. It's so dumb. I'm like, what is, what is happening? Which that should scare us more about. Where they're like, wait, wait, he's gay. Damn it. Oh, <laughs> <Aww. laughs> yes, exactly. Listen, I have crushes on more straight guys or more guys that never tell me, uh, Harry Styles. Um, 
So you're having a baby now? Did it hurt my feelings? Yeah. Did you see that he yes, stopped I that did. crowd crush at his concert? I did. Yeah. There were seven people, six people that fainted. Yeah, the, and I mean, he it, was a gentleman and a scholar. He's and like, he's like, have the people in the back, everything. back up first. We're gonna yeah. make sure people have room to breathe because that, that is such a real right. Thing and that I can didn't happen. appreciate yeah. it because it just made me love him more. And so, but who cares? Like, I'm gonna have a crush on Harry. I'm gonna have his poster on my wall. Maybe it's allegedly, um, and it doesn't matter. It's yeah. just I want to enjoy art forms, and it seems, and it does seem to me like we, as a culture, maybe are encouraging this more because it starts when I'm like, can we encourage um, mental health and encourage uh, understanding that there's a difference between what is reality and what is entertainment? I think until it stops paying off, that's just going to, I mean, the the news, TMZ, it always just. So what you're saying, Tom, is never. 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 No. Controversy sells. It's going to be your responsibility to guide yourself around those things. Right. As opposed to like, like TMZ is not going to be like, hey, we just found out. That Hulk Hogan donated this money to a charity. Guys, isn't I that cool? Know. And then they're sitting around yeah. like, yeah, he's such a good guy. Like, man, he we really thought we had right. him pegged, but nope. He's he's it's like, no, it's just I like, follow all the this, bad things. This one reporter because I think it's Thursdays that all they will do is do positive news Thursdays because she knows the rest of the week she's telling you shit. Yeah. And I love that. Yeah. And listen, we don't need to be, you know, we don't need to kid ourselves, but sometimes people, we need a break. You know what I mean? So I just, anyways, I just had to to vent. But if you do Netflix, if you're listening, we totally support Wednesday. So you should, you know, throw some things our way. Um, but Wednesday's amazing. The actors in this are brilliant. The story is well done. Tim Burton is at his. He is delivering like he used to. You know, exactly. he's right there. And I'm like, and you know, that man has gone a little over the deep end. Uh, and it's great. It's absolutely amazing. When so was he? When was he not worth seeing? No, over the deep end, in that his work started getting. It wasn't as artistic as as he was. Oh, doing. You yeah, mean, he's okay. over the deep end, and that's why we love him. Yeah, because of the weird kind of left of center. But he had kind of taken a little break, and now it is just. And I love go. that he's doing it, and that eight episodes of Wednesday. Listen, if you like, if you like the Adams family, you know the Adams family was originally written by a man. Uh, I forget his first name is Adams. It was based on just taking his family and making it, you know, making it a fantasy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I think that's amazing. So there you go. It's awesome. Uh, you're welcome. So watch Wednesday and yes. watch Positive News Thursday. Yes, and drink a glass of water while you do. And watch the podcast on Tuesday. And watch the podcast on Tuesday. And always, go. always. Also, I just have to say, every time you say uh, hydrated, I am teaching my dog who, this is weird, uh, but if you, I don't make sure he drinks water, he's like, fuck it, I don't need it. And I'll be like, <laughs> so I'll, wa- and I'll I have to watch my dog and like hold him by the bowl of his water to make sure he doesn't get dehydrated. That's how much we care about hydration. <laughs> you can, you can lead say. a dog to water and then make him drink. And make him drink. <laughs> yep, I'm going to start putting a, a Gatorade in there. You know, we got to take care of the things we love. Okay, so we talked about this because it's been in the news a while, which is this Respect for Marriage Act. Mm. And it looks like, I mean, now it's coming back to the Senate. Um for them to re- – I don't understand how politics work. So I'm just going to be right up front about that. Uh, you might actually know more I than do. I do, Mr. Lawrence. Um, because eventually – all I know is before 2023, it's going to hit Biden's desk and be codified and written into to law. Where are – do you know where we are in the process? Yeah, so the, the bill was written in the Senate. And in mm-hmm. order to make it to Biden's desk, it then has to go to the lower house of representatives, which already has overwhelming support. Which, by the right. way, there were 12 – 
Republican senators, Mitt Romney being one of them. And he was so proud not to support it. Oh, yeah. Well, no, he did. Wait, I heard he did not. There were did he? There were ten ten Republican senators because they they you need sixty in order for it to pass the Senate because of the new filibuster rule. Right. So they did get the ten Republicans that needed it, and now it's on its way to the House. They've got it in the House. The votes are there. The House will vote on it, and it'll likely end up being on Biden's desk probably before New Year's Eve. See, and that's what I want to see. Here's the thing. I just want to say really quick. Don't does everybody remember? Was it two weeks ago that Mitchie Boy? did his press conference saying he didn't support it and his wife is behind him and part of this bill is also codifying um uh interracial marriage, interracial marriage. <laughs> his wife is uh i don't want to get it wrong but she's of asian descent which mm-hmm. i i, and I feel I'm like, like elaine yeah. chow she was probably like what the fuck is wrong with you so if he then came out for it i think we need to think you know i actually think it's kind of creative to involve the just marriage as a whole because i i think if it was just re you know codifying gay marriage marriage would have been one thing but if you're same (laughs) but if you're trying to also uh rope in interracial marriage because that's been like i think people are much more comfortable with that than gay marriage now i would think but i think it's very smart for the democrats to do that to give the appeal right for well and the other smart thing they did was to make sure that uh religious liberty was well, the Republicans made sure that yeah, that was in there. Exactly. Yeah. And what's interesting is, so there was this big salacious article that came out like two days ago, and it was about, did you read the fine print? I read the fine print in the article, and I'm like, oh, okay, I'm okay with that. First of all, if you don't, I don't want to be anywhere near you if you don't support my marriage, so you go have a good time. I'm fine with that. There were just these, it was nothing things to, I think, for anybody who just wants to marry who they want to marry. So I love that they tried to make this big thing. But um, well, again, it has well, to be it has to be controversial. It has to yeah. be controversial. Listen, mm. I maybe that's what we're missing here. There needs to be a Jerry Springer moment on our show every week. Just, just beat each other down. So, <laughs> you and our intern Daniel really change the camera go, work. Go right, exactly. <laughs> um, but what's exciting is, of course, we all know this started because Clarence Thomas in the Supreme Court um, decided to. Which I still can't figure out why, but say after they overturned Roe versus Wade, uh, he actually verbalized that maybe uh, same-sex marriage is next. He said it out loud, wow. which what it did was get the Democrats finally going, we, we can't do this. We're going to codify it in federal law so that it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You know, We're not going to let what happened to Roe versus Wade happen to these other things. And because he had said that was at the top of his list, that that was next, which is... You're like, why is the Supreme Court saying anything? So part of me goes, maybe secretly he's like Snape, and he's actually trying to Wait, help. Wait, isn't us. Clarence Thomas in an interracial? Yes, he, as is, well? he is. But have you met his wife? He's probably like, get me Jenny. Jenny is is just. <laughs> we didn't make sure this is not protected, so I can get away from my wife. <laughs> exactly. Oh man, they're breaking us up. I have my hands are tied. And sorry, Jenny, babe. <laughs> Jenny has inserted herself into so much, including texts to Trump during the the January sixth insur- insurrection. So it's fascinating <laughs> to me that she, you know, she uh, testified in front that. of Congress. Oh yeah, and she's she, she's all she's like they're like finding yeah. text back and forth like I yeah. sure hope that things go well yeah. today for and, this and that. Or, and now know, I'm like, like maybe Clarence leaked it. Maybe he, this is a whole like he has a whole plan just to get through a divorce. Yes. <laughs> He's like well, Clarence. <laughs> Listen, Clarence, just talk to her. If you want to get out of this relationship, the only thing you need to do is just honestly, I'm going to say this, and I normally don't, but man the fuck up and talk to your wife, okay? <laughs> Just ditch yeah. her. It's gonna be. You don't need to do. You don't need to bring the country <laughs> down with you. 
All right? <laughs> exactly. Also, also, Clarence, drink some water, pal. Drink water. Also, Jenny, if you're watching on this camera, <laughs> I just want you to say, girl, what are you doing? <laughs> like, just get the fuck out. Just get out. He obviously doesn't like you. <laughs> I mean, what are you going to miss? It? I mean, you know, live the rest of your years and enjoy. And yeah, that's what I'm know. saying. <laughs> and listen, for everybody, I mean, this came from someone who knows mental health expert is what i'm going to call uh, you oh please don't call me that that is <laughs> and i knew that would be your <laughs> legally speaking i am not that <laughs> i'm not that <laughs> if you if you're watching so anyways what's great about it is that it looks like it is going to be codified obviously into law and what a sigh of relief because i remember when i read and then the sound bites that clarence had done this it was terrifying yeah. You know what I mean? Because we, it honestly, in the grand scheme of a timeline, we didn't get it that long ago, this right to do this. So to see, okay, and I don't believe in politicians, and I hate the two-party system. You don't believe they, they exist. exist. No, they don't <laughs> exist. They don't exist. And yet, <laughs> the fact scary. that this happened was good. This, I can, this, I'm, I'm even though I, I am 100% positive that uh, the reasoning behind it probably isn't great, because uh, it's going to be selfishly involved, but I'm just glad someone did it. You know what I mean? So that we have, you know, if I want to get married, I want to get married. And if I don't, it should still be my choice. Either way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because as I said earlier, did you hear marriage is a whole sometimes? It's just, I'm just going to say. The bad that. kind. The bad kind. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So any, any uh, on that one, any parting thoughts, gentlemen, on the Respect for Marriage Act? Don't you think it's kind of unnecessary that we even needed to have a discussion or a law around it, around a basic human Right. Yes. To love but the don't person you, that you love. Don't you think that we waste a lot of time in politics about things that don't well, shouldn't will, matter? I mean, marriage marriage is mostly a legal thing for like tax benefits and stuff. Yes. So you, they're not stopping you from loving somebody. They're just stopping you from no. making it. But the they're, problem they're stopping is, you from making it feel legitimate. Right. That's yeah. the, I well, guess that's and the there part. are some good tax benefits and all of those things. So we should be allotted the same rights as everybody else. You know what I mean? So that's it. That's what the whole original fight for uh, marriage equality was. You know, I, it's funny. I'm listening to a podcast from 2008. It's a, yeah. a friend of mine. I made a podcast uh, from like 2008 to 2012 yeah. and uh, they were talking about in he lives in Texas they're talking about how they they reversed the ability for uh, gay couples to get they didn't call it marriage they called it like a civil union, civil union uh, was but they also the prevented them from being able to adopt and took the kids away oh yeah of the oh, you yeah. know from the families at that time so we, we've come a long ways it's we just have. also we needed marriage because you know uh if a spouse is in the hospital or dies death benefits weren't going to the spouse because they weren't recognized as a spouse sometimes they couldn't even come in and yeah like, yeah if someone spouse. and especially going i mean it was just a few years before my time, but the AIDS epidemic made it so clear that people were dying and they weren't even allowed to see their loved one. Mm. You know, they could have been together for years and it didn't matter. There was no respect for those people. Yeah, the doctors were like, we'll just tell you when they're dead. Yeah. Like, and that's yeah. it. I mean, it was, it got really ugly back then. Mm. And so there are so many. And so that's why when people would ask me, why isn't it, why, why is it important to get married? Because it means so much more than what you think it means. And your uh, privilege is showing. You take it for granted. Because you don't understand that there is way more to this. Insurance. I mean, there was there, it's so much going on that we, we've listed here that it's more than about your fucking piece of paper. Because you don't have to think about it. I have to think about it. Every day, especially if I'm in a committed relationship. You know what I mean? So that would always make me like, what the fuck is wrong with you? No. This isn't. And that's where I think, I always think, check your privilege. Always. We all have it. Wherever you have it, think before you speak. Check your privilege and make sure you're not a jackass. There you go. Don't be a dick. That's my religion. 
Yeah, I mean, <laughs> gay couples deserve to be equally miserable in their marriage, Thank just you. like heterosexual Thank couples you. do. Thank <laughs> you. Because you know what we got with gay marriage? Gay divorce. Exactly. So uh, we wanted equality. <laughs> That's what we got. And yeah, so if yeah, if we want to be miserable too, let's bring it all in. And listen, let's not let's not be stupid because there are still people out there talking about uh, traditional marriage. So if you have a goat and you would like to buy a woman to be your wife, there you go. There's traditional fucking marriage. I'm actually you. impressed um, how things have changed because I remember when uh, when it was by or not Biden when it was uh, Romney versus Obama. Oh, I was still go. in the church and everything, and yeah. I remember my pastor being like. Well, Obama wants gay marriage, so I can't vote for him. Right. And, and now yet, now so many Christians nowadays have just I don't know why I don't maybe they've just pivoted, but they're just like hey, I, well, I hate I hate immigrants, not gay people now. The Mormon so. church, the big thing uh with this is they came out in support of it. And that was a big deal, like, oh fuck. You know what I mean? Yeah, oh well yeah, let's talk about, All about like I the said, money. motivation you know <laughs> well, they, they, I'm just happy they say, were there. They're they're usually like do your thing, oh you want to be yeah. part of uh, you know our thing. Yeah. Well you, you, I mean And what's funny about Obama is you know, he didn't support it when we were still fighting for it. And he the big deal well, was, was he became the first president who on the air in an interview finally came out and said, I support this. I mean, if you look at that, back then, it was like, I think it was 30% of Americans supported marriage equality. 71% today support it. And that's both Republican and Democrat. So obviously a lot has changed, but it's all in what we surround our atmosphere with. Here's the thing, and I I, I think this all the time, the, the atmosphere and the vibe of a room is set by one person. And if that leader doesn't set it in a positive and constructive way, that's when shit happens. And so I think it's because, oh, look, people started falling behind it. Obama, the president of the country at that time, fell behind it. And slowly but surely, you would watch attitudes change. Mm-hmm. Like, call it sheep or, or not, but let's at least lead the sheep in a good direction. I yeah. also think a lot of people's preconceived notions as what would be a byproduct of allowing gay marriage to happen <laughs> didn't well, happen. And I like, could wow. marry a goat. Yeah. Didn't you know that? <laughs> and it was on the books. I was ready to go. I had the cathedral. <laughs> I think I think people just now realize, oh, the level of pervasiveness that we thought would manifest from legalizing gay marriage didn't happen. Right, you know? exactly. Uh, they, there was talks of a second wave of an HIV AIDS pandemic. Oh, that yeah. did not happen. Because we were... And which is interesting. Because we wait till marriage to have sex. As exactly. We do. I mean, yeah. isn't like good gay men. Because yeah, we're living for good the Lord. queer people. Yeah, living for the Lord. That's exactly what we're doing. Medea. It's what... Uh, but those are the interesting things. Those are the things uh, someone, I always get asked, I think every week I get asked, I don't know by how many people, what, what do you even talk about every week? Oh, there's plenty to talk about. <laughs> it, there are plenty of things affecting the queer community, and that includes allies and everything. So I'm very, I never count my eggs before they hatch. That's a saying, right? Yes, I count your chicks yeah. before they hatch. There we go. No, it's I, eggs. I never ca- count. <laughs> Could chicks you imagine either. an egg like cracking? You're like, oh my god, guys, look, look, it's cracking. Like a scene from Jurassic Park, and then it's just an egg. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's like a, a Russian doll. It's just like, oh keeps, look, this egg just keeps, hatched. Keeps coming up. Wait, now I am confused. I, I swear it was. I never don't count your eggs before they hatch. No, don't count your. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. Yes, and and it is chicks. Don't count your but chicks. I just before don't they count hatch. a lot of chicks. So. Yeah. yeah. Learn something new every day. So until Biden <laughs> signs that thing, I'm still like waiting. I know it's looking good, but you know, we've been we've been here. My father taught me well, just wait for the other shoe to drop. 
Isn't that a beautiful positive lesson? <laughs> wait for the other egg to drop, actually. Wait, yes, yeah. wait for the other egg to drop. I'm just saying. Um, so, uh, love that. Now, now I'm, just, I'm quickly scrolling. There was another thing we were into. Oh, 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 hate speech. This is how I wrote it. Hate speech okay in the UK against gays. All right. This is fascinating to me, not because it doesn't make sense, but it's like in America where our fight is what's a hate crime and what's not, and before they even made hate crime a thing. You know, it's a very, um, uh, not a very tangible, so it's hard, right? So now Hmm. in the UK, they're talking about, I always point to you because you're from there. So so you get to be the resident. uh, I'm the ambassador. Yes, the ambassador of the UK. Um, So now they're talking about what, constitutes hate speech because they have decided they want but uh, they want to go in there and they want to protect their people uh, more which isn't really true because the labor party is going in there saying mm, everybody there's one group we're going to protect you know and it's not even the religious liberties group uh but when, if you're gay if you have a handicap you know call them what you want it's we're okay with that uh, Wait, so what's what's exactly going on? So with this? they're trying to do uh, they're trying to write a law over in the UK that uh, makes hate speech uh, have consequences, okay. have legal consequences. Too. Okay. But they have spent the last couple of weeks dec- all of a sudden one by one going, oh, I don't really want to protect handicapped people, so we're just going to put you over here. <laughs> and then they're like, even religious people, we're not sure yet. And go over there. Uh, are you a queer? It's a queer. We're, we're not going to protect you. So I'm like, Your accent who is are on you point, protecting? By the way. It? Yeah. I mean, yeah, well, lay it figured lay us out, everybody. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, at least handicaps. <laughs> Every time this. I talk about people I think are dumb, that's, they either are that or I make them a surfer. Those are the two things. They're, uh, it's, and it just happens. Oh, I it's okay. It's all right. It happens. <laughs> it happens. Uh, what, what do you what do you have to say for your country? <laughs> I, well, I'm actually shocked because last time I checked, the Labor Party was a progressive faction. Right. They believed in equality would, for everybody. Yeah, I honestly oh, think it's gotten crazy over there. Though. What we're seeing is we are seeing a populist wave come over Europe. It's it already happened in in Italy, unfortunately. Oh Shockingly, yeah, that's far um, right and, leader that they elected. Yeah, and it's just there's just this populist conservative movement of. What doesn't fit within our box of what's socially acceptable? Let's just start slowly kicking them out. Yeah. And they've got enough allies on their side. They'll figure it out. They don't need government support. And it's like, no, when, exactly. you, when you step back, you're opening up the doors for every negative possible thing that can happen to them. And it makes you go, why are, why are we stepping back? It seems so, like you said, like uh, against how they normally do. But look at the, what happened with um, Club Q in Colorado Springs. That... So they were trying to decide whether the guy who shot all those people should be tried as it's a hate crime. Mm-hmm. And then he came out to talk about, you know, they tried, his lawyers tried to say how it wasn't a hate crime. And the reason is because the sentence is a lot less. And first of all, all I want to say is it's a lot less. He killed people, period. He walked into a club where people were there minding their own fucking business and he shot them. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty sure it should just suck for him no matter what. Or are we going to Rittenhouse this asshole? Yeah, I don't know if it makes it, it. Yeah, I guess in his in his case, it doesn't really make a difference if you kill five people, whether you in label as a hate crime or not. He's going to be in jail for the rest right, of your life. Right, but a legal guy. Uh, uh, the law that we have to set so this is, precedent is the question: who's protected, or what's 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 going to be considered a hate crime? Is that is that, that is what they're fighting over in Colorado Springs? Now, the one thing about Colorado is they too, do tend to be progressive when it comes to issues like this. Um, but the fact that that's even a conversation, it's, this, it's that 
intangible kind of we're we're basing something off of a thought off of an idea just like in Britain where we're talking about what is hate speech and what is not that's when things get slippery yeah you know what I, I mean? hate the slippery slope argument but it is yeah. a problem like that one guy that as a joke did, did you it was a couple years ago he made it so that if whenever he said hail his dog would do like a Hitler salute Ugh. as a joke right he wasn't, he's not a white supremacist himself but they charged him with a because with, he did put it online because it was offensive to the public. There's a particular charge. Yeah, it was offensive yeah. to the general public. So there's a charge, and he was going to see possible jail time or fi- like fines. Uh, and I think he ended up seeing those. I forget how that happened. Yeah. Like he got put, you know, uh, parole or whatever. It's a but- weird. It's a. It's, it's a weird law. Can I just tell you that there is a gentleman who works at a at a at a business right next to mine, and his car. Now listen, I am a everybody be free, be happy. I don't have. I don't want to judge anybody, but his car is kind of offensive to anybody who lives <laughs> and his car is covered with all sorts of things like uh, i learned that he doesn't care what ass you got he wants to eat it oh I'm like hell okay yeah, yeah and i'm like i got you but his all these things <laughs> pussy this and all this and i'm like and he's hit on me before and i'm like okay so i get it you're free you you and i love that <laughs> but your car makes little old ladies die like as they're driving, they have a heart attack. So you would think it would fall under the same law, but I think it. I, I think the. It's so arbitrary. Yeah, that's the tough part. Is you say mm-hmm. okay, let's say that we say queer is an offensive term and it should be considered illegal. See, and that's terrifying. But okay, unless you are queer, yeah. but then you can still say queer in a derogatory way and offend somebody. Yeah. So is it is offense the metric or is it is it like mental harm but then how exactly do you, how do you measure that I'm like, like remember when gay was the thing everybody would say to be critical <laughs> of people yeah <laughs> and i'm like well can you jail someone because they said that or can we just teach our kids that that's not cool it's hard because you want to stop uh, in like for in the conversation in britain right now is we want to stop language that incites violence uh because it can, but how do you how do you, that's you know, such a, that's, how do you quantify it? That's yeah, a, quantify. That's yeah. a absolutely nasty level of nuance. Exactly. That's, like, that's almost insurmountable levels of nuance because, yep. I mean, if anything, there's, I mean, so many different things you could put into it. But like when you limit like a specific word that you can't say, it doesn't change people's thoughts. No, like exactly. It's like it just, if anything, gives those people who are hateful a roadmap yeah. of how to still be. And hateful if the cancer is already it. in that society, yeah. isn't the problem that the cancer is already in the society? It has nothing to do with what we're doing up here. Now, yeah. I'm not saying that's not a free for all for these assholes to be like, oh, see, we don't have to. No, we did. What I'm saying is we have fundamentally did something wrong. How do we fix that? It's the whole I'm going to put a bandaid on something that has a systemic issue and problem to it i'm going to ignore the disease but we're going to go ahead and put some topical cream it's too far gone by that point so if we could fix that we wouldn't need these laws that are so uh murky and unsure yeah at you the know? end of the day murder is murder whether the person was gay or straight yeah. you killed somebody you deserve right to be yeah. right, right yeah yeah, yeah. If, if you and harass somebody if you if you assault somebody if you kill somebody it's it's a crime whether you want to yeah. add the label of hate crime and before people come at us it's not that we don't want to protect our our people in our community it's that we have to think deeper we have to think deeper. You can't, than th- you can't think service level in the next three years. You have to think about in the next 10, 20, yeah. 30, 50 years I mean, how this could play out, how it could change things. Remember how we talked about how that's how they overturned Roe v. Wade because they've been planning it for 50 years while we're over here going, oh, tomorrow I'm kind of busy. I don't want to. We can't. You have to see past the end of your nose. Yeah. You know, to get it off. 
Did you know sometimes it's a comedy show? We promise. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's it's in that overturning Roe v. Wade that led us to codifying gay marriage. It is because yeah. we saw it coming and we took that proactive approach to go. Right. You ain't doing this to us. Yeah, Not and today. that see, yeah. and yet a moment. You're right. We proactively address this. That's the moment where I'm like, okay, maybe sometimes the system's okay, but then I'm waiting. <laughs> you got to no. look at the back of that bill and see what, what's going to happen. But We are also a society that historically doesn't act until something really terrible happens. Then we're like, oh, crap, we better do something. It's, you know, we don't plan, we respond. But then the, the exactly. problem I have is we have shootings every freaking week all over this nation, and they don't do anything. I don't want to hear about thoughts and prayers. I don't, that, uh... They don't do anything. So what's it going to take? And that's where, bring it back to your point of money talks. It's all about and money. And it's why we can kill people every single freaking day and they won't do anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was going to say that that Walmart shooter that happened kind of yeah. recently, that apparently uh, someone's suing, Wal- that one of the employees is suing Walmart because they said, I reported him. He was yeah. an employee here. I reported him, yep. and you guys did nothing about it yep. because you guys liked him. You know? yeah. and well, Amazon, a few years back, had the same problem where they're like, listen, you were warned. You, We told you a million times, and then and then he came in and shot half of us. You know what I mean? This is why. This is where I, I will always come back to. We need to fix the actual problem. We need to fix the actual problem. It's People. why I will never shut up. I will always get on a microphone. I will always meet my mom all the time is like, did you need to call your show the queer centric? I get it. There are days I wake up and go, well, fuck this. Could like, we, thought, we thought about, we thought about the fag centric, but people didn't like that. name, <laughs> yeah, So we tried exactly. to kind of mellow it out a little bit. I mean, there was a whole faction of people that I thought would never like me. They loved it, but the rest. Yeah. And it's like, no, we got to keep, because we have to fix it's how we got uh, marriage equality. It's you became a person instead of a instead of an issue to be debated. Uh, instead of being made part of politics, we just decided to start telling our stories. Decided, you know, we became human to yeah. in people's eyes. Yeah, yeah. We humanize. You know, why people are always saying we need to normalize this. This we do. You know, we need to do a lot of shit. But um, and for me, I like. Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, you know, we were talking about like how do we how do we fix the problem from the start. Um, I think. The answer is simple, and it's to drink more water. <laughs> Always. Always drink more yeah. water. And, and that includes your furry pets. No but, no, but honestly, in, in, on a serious note with the hydration shit, I know I've been kind of goofing with it for the whole episode, <laughs> but no, like, this goes back to the whole mental health thing. Yeah. There's this skill in DBT called, uh, fuck, I just thought about it, and then it just barely called escaped fuck. me. Called um, fuck. That is It did not call it fuck. That, yeah, up. it's called F-U-C-K. It's a whole acronym. <laughs> um, no. There's this idea that you have to like basically check in with yourself about your own bodily functions and like that, how that could like lend to like uncomfortable feelings, emotions, and reactions. So, like, if you're pissed off with some people, maybe it's not that you're pissed off with them. Maybe you just need to take your jacket off. (laughs) Right. Right. Like, you need, maybe you just need to drink some more water. Maybe you need to eat a snack. Like, think of yourself as a toddler and honestly, your mental health will get better. Don't treat yourself like a toddler. Don't do that. Right. But like, Keep in mind that there's still like a lizard brain inside that needs things like yeah. like salt <laughs> yeah. and water and all these different, you know, good things. Yep. Like, honestly, it can be that simple yeah. for, you know, this that you're talking about the, the compounding effects of 50 years down the road. Think of it in that same way of like compounding yeah. outwards with the ripples. Like if you figure out your own shit, everything's going to go better. Yeah. Yes, outward. and if we can try to be better, I will say sometimes I feel bad for Kurt because I'll te- be texting him. I'm like, I'm kind of being grumpy with him. And I'll realize, oh, my tooth hurts. 
And the minute yeah. I solve the tooth, because I have a tooth issue right now, I'm like, oh, Kurt, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm like, it, there's truth to it. Yeah. There's truth. You have yeah. to understand, you know, but we don't want to connect with our bodies. A lot of times yeah. we're afraid to connect to our bodies. Yeah. Um, see, that's a whole show I want to talk about. That's a good idea. So before you go commit a hate crime, <laughs> sit down. Right. Drink some water. Yes. Have a salty snack. Exactly. Take a nap. Yeah. Go to the doctor. Yeah. And then you probably won't end up doing it. So. Yeah. No, no. Seriously. Yeah. Be it's good. so, yeah. It, honestly, that I wish more white, white supremacists out there listen. <laughs> I know you're going to be watching this show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We know that okay. Kanye does we watch this show. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's on oh, your list. Man. Did you hear about what he said on Alex Jones? Oh, yeah. oh my God. Absolutely incredible. Finish your, finish your important message. Honestly, <laughs> uh, I was just going to tell all those white supremacists to drink some water. <laughs> yeah. Drink, sit the fuck down, take some deep breaths, drink your fucking water. Take a nap. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then what are, and it's funnily, and funnel, yeah, funnily is a word, right? You got funnily? it. Yeah. I don't know. It we sounds can go weird. It's a word now. Hey, it's a word now. <laughs> Funnily enough, it is a word. Um, it sounds simplistic, but there's a lot of truth to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe try, listen, just, we have to try little things to get, to get to the big things. We're going to, we're going to start. Baby things. steps. Baby steps. Anyways, I want to thank everybody who uh, tuned in because it's always a crazy ride when you're when you're and it's been more fun for people to see the crazy as well as hear it. So you're welcome. You can see um, the mania in our eyes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, is Jonathan okay? He's like rolling back in his head. <laughs> no, I'm not okay. Um, I just want to thank everybody who always tunes in. It gives us uh, uh, encouragement to, to show up for another day and to do another show. Lots of big things coming, so please uh, watch the queercentric.com for those. Uh, I'm going to say on every show until February 25th is here. February 25th is a Saturday. Mark your calendar, 7 o'clock at the downtown library in Spokane, Washington. We're having our coming out party so oh, yeah yeah and it's going to be fun and huge and bigger than yeah they, the library will look at me like you want to do what yeah i do so <laughs> here we go um but they're great they've been supportive so mark your calendars for that i have a crazy photo shoot happening on sunday so get ready which is people. the first time hearing about it oh yeah we've been planning and all i have to say is uh, wait for the photos because be i always do a weird photo shoot for for the holidays always because i love that shit and so came up i will say get into a room with a lot of comedy writers uh and it is hilarious to be some of the things that we can't ever have see the light of day and then some <laughs> that are like okay but it's fun you lock us in a room for two hours and we're gonna come up with some things so um so stay tuned for some 12 gays of christmas uh that we will we will release that kurt will work some magic on and it's it's going to be a lot of fun we just went shopping not that long ago for <laughs> things for people to wear and so or Okay. Yeah, I did find a. Uh, you'll know what this. Is. So we we thought I love Mariah and she's the queen of Christmas, um, and I did want to. Yeah, I wanted to give her homage, and the the writers in there. <laughs> wonderful brilliance thought I should find one of those tiny little red dresses <laughs> and I'm like I don't know if the world is ready I don't know <laughs> but I did put on a little uh, elf costume and sent pictures out to people where it's it, the shortest thing I had no time it's just me yeah it's gonna be a sexy Christmas I just want everybody <laughs> anyways uh, thank wait. you both any parting words C.S. Lawrence uh, thank you for having them look and come back and do this again this is a yes, lot of fun this is fun next time we're gonna drink wine it's yeah, gonna be, there we go. It's going to be good times. Yeah. Uh, you, sir, hydrate. you'll be on this. Yeah, hydrate. That's You're going to be on the show a lot. All so right. Yeah, I know. So we're, we're going to rotate writers through because it's fun. Okay, Alrighty. well, until next time, remember, every Tuesday, the show drops in audio. Every Friday, the show drops in video. And then you get little snippets of video 
over the weekend so you can see if you know it's pretty funny we just released one that's all about my fear of spiders and so uh look for that because it's pretty cool so but until next time everyone bye bye bye, bye. bye.